You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome back to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. A life plan, a tax plan, a legal plan, and a legacy plan. These are the four cornerstones of the Macmillan Estate Planning approach, which safeguards families' wealth through times of financial and political uncertainty. Here again is the founder and CEO of Macmillan Estate Planning, Sherry Macmillan, in discussion with Peter Watts of News Talk 770. I take it that since the federal budget came down in mid-March, the phone at McMillan Estate Planning is ringing. It is. And thankfully, this budget does provide some relief to all of us. We were expecting worse, truthfully. And we had been planning for worse. A number of our clients were designing particular kinds of estate planning to mitigate income tax increases that we were considering may happen. Now, fortunately, they didn't happen in this budget. So I want to be very careful because it's not saying that they're off the table, these ideas. They just simply haven't been brought forward in the first budget. It's no secret that there's a lot of volatility right now in all the governments all over the world. And nobody knows what to expect, truthfully. And even people such as ourselves who are always working this arena are waiting to get blindsided, truthfully. So thankfully, this budget, the good news is, Peter, that this budget was not that dramatic in impacting us as a community. However, there are some things that we should talk about today that did unfold and will have a long-term impact for all of us. Okay, you have worked through periods of uncertainty before. So even those specific new things aren't here yet, uh, you know there's a discussion going on about various kinds of topics, uh, particularly related to tax, to uh, capital uh, surcharges and, and things like that. Those are the kinds of things you plan for. To this point, is it your recommendation that people who are looking at developing an estate plan come in and get something done under the current regime? Or would you be inclined to say to someone, let's wait and see what might come down the pike? I think it's not a secret at the moment that we should not wait to see what comes down the pike because as the pattern has been occurring, it hasn't been that gracious or helpful to us as a community at large. And I know that the thought pattern is to help the middle class, but even the middle class are being impacted, whether they appreciate it or not is another thing, Peter. So one of the big things I tell our clients right now is understand that although we keep being worried about the income tax annually, and I'm not suggesting we shouldn't be concerned about it, we obviously should, There's a larger impact that people forget about or was never mentioned in the media. And this is the important part. No matter how small or large your estate is, if income taxes have gone up, your estate taxation is far larger than maybe you had anticipated. So just imagine a family that has a $10 million gain in their estate and they thought that they were going to maybe pay three to four million in tax and they find out they're actually paying five. So before the tax rates increase, which they're threatening to do, especially around capital gains, 
and tax minimization techniques that we're allowed to utilize currently under legislation, our suggestion to our families, like it was last year, is hurry. Get it done this calendar year so you are grandfathered before new budgets show up and take that privilege away from you. Because once it's gone, Peter, we can't do the work retroactively. So even prior to this budget, many of our clients had put in place what I call the pin to pull in case something did occur. And so we are always encouraging under the current volatile circumstances of all the legislational changes for our families to be as proactive as possible and keep that taxation to a more reasonable balance. I mean, nobody is truly prepared to pay 50s and 60%. We're just not accustomed to it in Canada and in other countries, they're not. And the problem is compounded, in my view, by the fact that people who live here, who do their estate planning here, may have property or assets in the United States or in some other country. And we know that in the United States, changes are coming. We don't know what the definition is yet. I'm not sure that President Trump knows what the definition is yet. But he is one of a number of people who want to change some things. And that's going to impact on families that live here. That's right. So there are a number of things that can be done. And that's the good part. That's the good news is that we have a number of strategies still as a vanilla strategy in the eyes of CRA. And we're putting them in place for many families to mitigate these increases in tax rates and the future issues that might come from the capital gains tax being changed. So one of the great parts of the legislation currently, Peter, is in your own estate, we're all entitled to have about 20% of our estate grow tax exempt. So, you know, again, going back to the example of 10 million, if 2 million of your 10 million can grow tax-free, that sure helps. Mm -hmm. And then on the other 8 million, if we can do the appropriate corporate planning and maybe get your tax rate down to 30, 34%, obviously then we're not going to be looking at that 50 or 60% with the capital gains being considered to change in the future. So sooner is better than later in this arena. And if we're wrong, which I hope we are, it won't matter. You have just locked out CRA in the income tax growth in your estate for the future anyway, at whatever level of tax we're at. But if it goes up, so much better to be doing it today. Are there any other areas of the federal budget that impact the work that you do beyond the tax act? Yes. I think currently right now there is a big change for the professionals that we work with, specifically doctors, lawyers, accountants, dentists, you know, that kind of group of families. What's happening is they used to be able to bill once they had completed work and then they would declare that for their income tax. But right now the government is introducing, as of the new budget, a two-year rollout where professionals no longer can declare it as they collect it. Alternatively, they have to declare it on their tax return as they earn it, even if they have not been paid. So this is going to open up Pandora's box in many different legal firms, accounting firms, many professional agencies, physicians. And, you know, there'll be some complexity here that and compliance that will happen and unfold in the next two calendar years. So certainly this group of people have been impacted by the new budget and will need to seek professional advice to get things in order appropriately. What about some of the other things, Sherry, that you talk about uh, both with clients in your office and, and at your seminars? with respect to family law or divorce or things of that nature. And I realize that some of those are topics that are more appropriately directed at 
provinces because that's where the legislation and the rules governing those things takes place. We've just had a provincial budget a couple of weeks before the federal budget came down as well. Are are there any things that have changed that people need to take into account in their planning? Yes, Peter. In fact, more recently, our office discovered after, you know, over 20 years in business that we actually need to prepare for our families additional documentation in addition to the traditional documentation we would do some, for somebody because now that some of the government agencies provincially are not accepting a copy of your documentation, they want the original. But if you have a circumstance, let's say you become disabled, how can you give out your original to one institution? So we're actually mandating within our office to create multiple copies of every legal documentation that we do, multiple signings. So, you know, it's a challenge in our field because not only does legislation change when they introduce new budgets and legislation can change in law as well, but what also can change is precedence. So if something goes through the court system and the court rules the opposite of what the current legislation is, that becomes a new precedent we rely upon. Well, that may change the work we have historically done and we might have to alter things. And so from time to time, like you're saying, provinces decide that they don't want a copy of your will. They want the will. Well, you can't give one will to everybody. So how do you solve that? So we have to get creative and find new solutions based on new circumstances. So once done an estate plan, I would suggest that we do need to revisit it probably every two to four years to make sure it's remaining current with all these changes that occur. And it is really relevant, Peter, you're not wrong. It's really relevant, the provinces that you live in, the states that you have property in, and where your residency is considered and contemplated and where your children and heirs' residency is contemplated. Uh, One of my favorite lawyers that sadly has passed now, he used to say that when you have assets all over the place, which means you're successful, it's like trying to play Monopoly and Scrabble all in one game. Mm And it's really hard to win. So, you know, in one province, for example, in BC, you can give your child the cottage, you would think, because you can in Alberta, but you can't because ultimately in BC, you have to treat your children equally, not like Alberta. So, you know, you have to understand the finer, intricate legislations and how they actually impact your real situation as a family. The Timely Insights of Sherry McMillan. You can learn more about Macmillan Estate Planning's life and legacy approach at their next seminar, which will be held Thursday evening, April 27th. Register online at macmillanestate.com or call Macmillan Estate Planning during office hours Monday through Friday at 403-266-6464. This is The Strong Room. At Macmillan Estate Planning, our team includes professional trust and estate practitioners, chartered accountants, financial planners, and legal professionals who assist you to design the estate plan that will ensure you build, protect, and enjoy your wealth. The information provided is general and may not be suited to your objectives or sufficient to ensure the protection of you and your family. You should not act on this information without providing Macmillan the opportunity to ensure that it is suitable for your estate plan.